Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are, and welcome back to a new episode of the Wildlife Podcast with me, Tom Wiles. And on today's episode, we're going to be discussing a deload week, what it is, what you should be doing during the week, how to program it, and the pros and the cons of a deload week. So without further ado, let's dive in. So what is a deload week? A deload week is where you take your training and you reduce the volume and or intensity of your training. And how can you reduce your volume or intensity throughout your week? You can either adjust the weights that you're train the weights that you're using from previous weeks or you can adjust the amount of reps and sets that you are performing in that week. So for example, say that last week you did six by four on back squat at 110 kilos to reduce the volume and intensity of for your deload week you drop your volume down to four sets of three or four reps and then you drop the weight down to 80 kilos maybe even 70 kilos and then if you're an endurance runner or an endurance athlete maybe you've done a six hours of running training this week for the deload week reduce the amount of hours that you're running for in that week and then to reduce the intensity swap those higher intensity workouts for slower zone two workouts or maybe slightly maybe swap out a running session for a light bike workout that's what i like to occasionally do just hop on the bike 30 40 minutes just keep the legs spinning and just moving at a low moderate pace just flushing out the legs from the previous week so those are a few suggestions on how to adjust your programming to get the best out of your deload week just by reducing the volume and intensity for one week will just prepare your body for the next block so when should you realistically So when should you realistically be planning your deload week? It's a hard question to fully answer 100% because it really depends on your athlete or your goals that you're doing because some people will have a deload week after four weeks. Some people will have a deload week after eight weeks of training and it just really depends on what you're aiming to do. But for me, what I found best is between four and six weeks of a training block. That's when your deload week should be. And there's two ways to structure your deload week. The first way to structure your deload week is with a pre-planned deload week. And this is called pre-active deloading. This is programmed into your training, training program and a lot of the programs that I've followed over the past years, I've actually planned my deload week in line with the program that I'm following in order to make the right peaks at the right time. Let's take, for example, the most recent program that I was following, the 531 program, where it's literally just a four week training block. And on the fourth week, you take your deload week, you reduce the weight that you're lifting, you reduce the reps that you're doing and it's just kind of prepares your whole body for the next block and allows it to recover 
and just get used to basically the stress that it's been under. It removes all the stress and then you're ready to go for the following week. Having planned or pre-planned deload weeks is a very good way to avoid A, overtraining, B, over overstressing and overloading the body from your workouts and see it's just nice because then all of a sudden like okay now i'm in deload week i can kind of rebuild uh, re readjust my body rest and recover properly instead of going full hell for leather just 10 weeks in a row because we know that's not sustainable and the, the longer you go training hell for leather the more likely you're going to get injured the more likely you're going to have an illness come and attack you and it's just not that great to be training for longer than like eight to eight to ten weeks in my opinion because that's when kind of stuff starts to happen and shit hits the fan and the second way to structure your deload week into your training is called reactive planning or reactive deloading and this is where you're actually taking a deload week when it may not be planned but your body needs it this is when you're feeling really weak you've got an illness that has propped up and like you're not you don't feel like you can hit the numbers that you're planned to do or you're just traveling a lot and you need that extra bit of flexibility around your life so that you can kind of ease your your training workout so that you're not traveling constantly and then hitting really hard sessions when you're not fully recovered and you're actually going to do more damage than good for your for your training week so taking those unplanned deload weeks when you're in that kind of position where you're not getting full recovery is actually a really really key way to monitor how you're feeling and get the best out of your training week and then finally on to the pros and cons of deloading because we all know that something doesn't have benefits without consequences so let's start with the cons first time so now with deloading it can be overdone just like overtraining you don't want to be deloading too often because it can reduce your progression in the lifts that you're trying to trying to increase your performance in and taking too many deload weeks will just halt the progression and it, you just won't build enough consistency another downside to deloading is that because the volume and intensity has dropped off that i find this sometimes as well the workout sessions just don't feel the same as when you're working like fucking hitting hell for leather on the weights and uh, it just doesn't have the same amount of energy that you would bring to the session so that that's another another reason like deloading week isn't great but it is definitely needed and finally when you've had a deload week especially after however many weeks you've been training if you haven't done the proper recovery then getting that motivation to go into the next block and start hitting those or getting back into those heavier or in more intense workouts it's going to be a slug and you could have lost motivation but you know that therefore maybe 
take an, an extra deload week during that next training program or training block so that you're not fatigued or sluggish after that deload week next time. And moving on to the positives now. The major positive is that you don't burn out. Having a deload week ensures that you get your proper rest and recovery, as I've already said. So by the time the next block arrives, you can hit the ground running. Another effective way of using deload week is tapering for an event or a competition. A lot of weightlifters and powerlifters use this kind of method to ensure that they're not burnt out, as I said previously, for their competition and they're able to hit the numbers that they want to hit or that they're aiming for on that day for that competition. And finally, the last benefit of a deload week is preventing injuries. Because realistically, if you're going 10 weeks in a row, go working between 80 to 95% of your one rep maxes consistently week in, week out, you're going to cause some kind of stress on your body. And therefore not having a deload week is just going to cause those stresses to pile up and then cause injuries down the line. And that's what you want to avoid. So that's it for the episode. Thank you for listening. I hope it's been helpful and that you too can start to implement deload weeks into your training to increase your performance. I just want to leave you with this. Make it your mission to become 1% better every day in a bit.